So, when you live in the Midwest, and probably a lot of places, I can't speak for places I've never been nor people I've never been around, but I do know here in the Midwest that you know, there's kind of this running joke of, you know, it, when you meet someone, you ask one of two questions. And it's generally, what do you do? Or the other is, so what do you think of the weather? And I often joke with people that, you know, our conversations anymore that we have with other people, just, they're, they're, they're just these routine conversations. And yet, I understand that it is that routineness, it is that basic human element, it's that, that easy talk that I really think is what keeps bands of people together. So with the weather, I mean, like right here, right now, it sucks. It, we're the first week of March and freezing rain and snow and it's just slosh. And it's horrible. And it never goes away. Our winters drag on. And I, I bring the weather up because I just, I wanted to talk about conversations. You know, I'm conversing with the recorder on my phone right now, which is an odd thing to do. It's the only way to get my thoughts out to anyone. Last night, I stopped at the grocery store to pick up some really good, clean food, because that's all I eat. And I was talking to a young man there who, I know him a little bit. I, he used to work at another store here in a small town. And uh, so anyway, he's like, how are you doing? And I said, good. He said, finding everything okay? And I said, finding everything just fine. And I finally stopped, and I looked at him, and I said, how many times a day do you have that same talk? And he just kind of shrugged and laughed and he goes, more than you can count, he goes. And I said, isn't that terrible that we don't take the time to talk to anyone and just talk? It can be kind of mundane. It can be philosophical. It can range wherever it wants to range. But we don't know how to talk. I find it with me. I will go someplace or be involved in something. I, I always, when I go into the local climbing uh, wall at the university, I often feel this kind of weirdness because I like to talk a lot. And I find that not a lot of younger people, but, and it's not just younger, it's, it's everyone. They, they're almost hesitant to just chatter away about anything, about all topics, just randomly off their head, which I'll do. I'll talk about anything. I, I'll just, whatever, something strikes something, and I'll just start rambling about it. And I find that people kind of will just stare at you because... I think it's, we're not accustomed to it anymore. We're not geared towards 
these just open talks, you know, with people maybe that we don't know real well, of just varied interest. And I don't know how we got to this point. I'm not going to sit and blame, you know, the internet and texting and email, which it is a big part of why I think we don't know how to talk anymore. Um, but I wonder if there's even that, if just somehow we've, we've lost ourself or the belief that we can just express, you know, respectfully. I'm not talking about the, kind of the idiots out there who, you know, what I call the extreme on, on any end, who are trying to intimidate. I just think we've, we've lost ourselves through a lot of reasons. And I think some of those reasons come, you know, it's just how our, our world works anymore. We don't value people. We simply don't value them. Um, we're all pushed. We have to run. We have to get to places. We, you know, we're all dispensable. We, we do jobs, so many of us, that we're not really valued. We don't get valued through our pay. We don't get valued through interaction. We don't... We often don't do things that really have any value. I mean, how many pieces of material goods can we just grind out, stamp out, produce? Uh, our healthcare systems, I'm an old social worker, and even our healthcare systems and anything, you know, I, I'm not the first one to say this, but you're just a number. You're just being churned through the system. And the systems have to exist because the volumes are so great and everything is down to bottom line that no one really cares about anyone. I mean, let me back that up. I think a lot of people who work in anything do care. But you lose that caring when the volume of people, when you can't have any type of real interaction, when you as a worker or any, in any of these it doesn't matter if you're on a factory line or you're in a healthcare, anything, mental, physical type facility. You're just churning them through. Their faces, their brief conversations, you don't really ever get to know anyone. And when we, that happens, we lose, we lose value. And when we lose that, we lose the ability, I think, to talk. Because we almost shut ourselves off. We almost close ourselves down. We don't really want to get to know anyone because it's all these brief snippets. You know, and I kind of jump that forward then to texting and a lot of the social media because we carry that same thing forward. We carry these little snippets, these little, you kind of want to get to know somebody, you're going to throw a little out there, but you really don't get detailed. You don't get into a deeper 
sense of anyone. And I think when that happens, we lose conversation. We lose a natural instinct, which is to just chitter-chatter with no regard to time, with no regard to I have to be here or I have to be there. Just this banter, so to speak, that will probably range anywhere. I know I love it. I, I love it. And I often have to catch myself backing off or slowing down or realizing that, you know, I might talk to somebody at a store or something, you know, that's working. And I just, I just start talking. I, I, it would be, you would be amazed at the conversations I just strike up. For whatever reason, I, you know, they'll say something, somebody, or I'll see something, and I'll just strike up these conversations. And I realize that they're working there, and I always have to tell myself they're working, they're working, they're working. But isn't that a shame that part of your day can't be engaged in that? You know, they talk about customer service. We all talk about customer service. Yet customer service is nothing more than getting you to get something so you can go help somebody else. I traveled for nine months about, just a little over a year, year ago, um, kind of a festival circuit selling kilts. Yes, kilts. It, it, that's a whole story in there. It was fun as hell. And I'll get to that and another podcast, just some of the great stories from there. But we'd be at these festivals, and I sold a lot of kilts. I did well. The young man that I was working for, I respected and honored him a lot, so I busted my ass. But I talked to a lot of people. I probably could have sold more. I know I could have sold more if I just pushed the sales. But I would have these conversations with people. I mean, even if it was five minutes. And you try to reach someone, you try to touch their life a little bit and have them touch yours. And it is a beautiful engagement just to talk, not about the kilts or not about the weather, just these things, not what do you do, but rather who are you? Have you ever just walked up to someone upon introduction and said, who are you? They'll stare at you because no one asks who we are. See, that takes a conversation. That means more than a passing note, a, flick, a quick text. Who are you requires time. It engages you. It forces you to reveal yourself. And that's scary to a lot of people. Because when you're not valued, you tend not to value yourself. So when someone asks you who you are, you often don't have an answer. And I think we should be able to have that. It doesn't have to be an answer, so to speak. Because I don't, I don't think any of us is a particular 
set answer. What we are is this wide, varied, expressive, alternating being who, upon being asked that question, who are you? Hopefully everyone who ever asks you that, you have a different answer, dependent upon that day's moods, that day's, the emotions of the day. The, you know, if you ask me today who I am, I would say I'm a pretty cool guy. I mean, I, I, I try to do the best I can. I love to work out, do my yoga, do my Pilates. I love to climb. I'm a guy today who is fighting a little nagging back muscle spasm, which just pisses me off because I can't do some of the things that I want. That's who I am today. Today, that person is a little bit subdued. This conversation is a little bit subdued. And that's okay because I can't always be flying at the top of the, 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 the charts, so to speak, in energy. And that's what I would tell someone. I think I actually told three people yesterday climbing that I had a little bit. My back was tweaked, I said, a little bit. And I got into kind of what happened, you know, a week or so ago. And I, and, and I know that it's, it's just talking and it's just expressing. Uh, and I wish more people felt that freedom to just talk and express back. I get told quite often that I talk a lot. They're like, Steve, you talk a lot. You talk a lot. You talk a lot. And I reply back, I talk a lot because no one else talks. I'm perfectly happy sitting back and listening. It's just that I rarely find anybody that can just unload, so to speak, and, and carry a conversation and push a conversation. And it's hard to find people like that. And I love to listen. I, I, know, I know one woman locally here. We've been friends for, oh shit, I don't know, maybe a decade now. And occasionally, when the weather's nice, we take some walks. And, uh, but she's like one of the few people I've ever known who can just carry a conversation. Now, granted, the conversations sometimes just revolve around her kids or her grandkids and, you know, her job and da 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 and, and for the most part, it's probably not out there in this deep, what I call a deep, deeper meaning conversation, which I really like those. But it's also interesting because we can go, we'll take a walk for an hour, hour and a half, and she will talk the entire time. Just nonstop. And she's one of the few people who know me who always will tell me that. She's like, you know, it's really nice. You don't, you, you, you're not the most talkative person. And I'm thinking, oh, sweetie, everyone else tells me all I do is talk. But it's because very few people can just ramble on. And I appreciate that. It's okay to talk. It's okay to converse with others. I really think it's okay to just strike up a conversation with somebody for no apparent reason, 
for no outcome, just to strike it up. I would encourage you to go out and try that more. Just randomly talk to people. And not just, what do you do? How's your day? But lead with something that requires them to say something. Not only is it good for you, I believe it's good for them. Because I think we all want to do it. We, we want to learn that again. We want to be engaged again. And we, we, we separate out too much. Our world, our jobs. You know, people get, I always say, you, you get in, people get married. And the last thing, what, what occurs to them after a short time is that I think they actually forget how to talk. Their conversations become these, these just five or six conversations. You start to shut yourself off from other people. Well, why? Because when you're married, you obviously aren't supposed to talk to anybody except those of your own gender, number one, and all the other bullshit with monogamy. But the biggest thing is that we begin to close our world down instead of expanding it out. And, it, and, and jobs do that. So many things force us into that. And I believe we need to expand. We need to push. We need to meet people, push conversations. Because that's how we grow. That's how we express. And I believe it's an innate character of ourselves. So go push the conversation. Ask the question that requires more than a yes or a no. Make a statement to somebody randomly and see if they can converse back. You need to free them. You need to free yourself of the of the tendency we have anymore to be short, to try to fit a conversation into 150 characters or 60, that's what I always call it. There is no conversation that occurs on Twitter, through text, through social media. There is no conversation that occurs when the checkout person says, did you find everything okay? And you say, yes, I did, thank you. That's not a conversation. That is bending over to a system that tells you that what's important is efficiency. What's important is the bottom line. That's a system. Those are all systems that are telling you you have no fucking value. And the only way you get out of that mindset is to claim your value, is to say something, is to do it with purpose and intention. It's to live and breathe freely. That's a conversation. That's real. And I encourage you to push that agenda.